0: Section 2 of Happy Jack by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Section 2 Happy Jack and Chatterer Feel Foolish. Happy Jack Suspects Striped Chipmunk. And Happy Jack Spies on Striped Chipmunk. Chapter 4 Happy Jack and Chatterer Feel Foolish. "'If you get and spend a penny, then, of course, you haven't any. "'Be like me, a Happy Jack, and put it where you'll get it back.'" Happy Jack and Chatterer were out of breath. Happy Jack was puffing and blowing, for he is big and fat, and it is not so easy for him to race about in the treetops as it is for his smaller, slim, nimble cousin, Chatterer. So Happy Jack was the first to stop. He sat on a branch way up in the top of the tall hickory tree and glared across at Chatterer, who sat on a branch on the other side of the tall tree. "'Couldn't catch me, could you, Smarty?' taunted Chatterer. "'You just wait until I do. I'll make you sorry you ever came near my hickory tree,' snapped Happy Jack. "'I'm waiting. Besides, it isn't your tree any more than it's mine,' replied Chatterer, and made a face at Happy Jack." happy jack hopped up as if he meant to begin the chase again but he had a pain in his side from running so hard and so long and so he sat down again right down in his heart happy jack knew that chatterer was right that the tree didn't belong to him any more than to his cousin but when he thought of all those big fat nuts with which the tall hickory tree had been loaded Greedy thoughts chased out all thoughts of right, and he said to himself again, as he had said when he first saw his cousin, that chatterer shouldn't have one of them. He stopped scolding long enough to steal a look at them, and then, what do you think Happy Jack did? Why, he gave such a jump of surprise that he nearly lost his balance. Not a nut was to be seen. Happy Jack blinked. Then he rubbed his eyes and looked again he couldn't see a nut anywhere there were husks in which the nuts had grown big and fat until they were ripe but now every husk was empty chatterer saw the queer look on happy jack's face and he looked too now chatterer the red squirrel had very quick wits and he guessed right away what had happened he knew that while they had been quarrelling and racing over the top of the tall hickory tree They must have knocked down all the nuts, which were just ready to fall anyway. Like a little red flash, Chatterer started down the tree. Then Happy Jack guessed too, and down he started as fast as he could go, crying, "'Stop, thief!' all the way. When he reached the ground, there was Chatterer scurrying around and poking under the fallen leaves, but he hadn't found a single nut." happy jack couldn't stop to quarrel any more because you see he was afraid that chatterer would find the biggest and fattest nuts so he began to scurry around and hunt too it was queer very queer how those nuts could have hidden so they hunted and hunted but no nuts were to be found then they stopped and stared up at the top of the tall hickory tree not a nut could they see then They stared at each other, and gradually a foolish, a very foolish look crept over each face. "'Ah, where do you suppose they have gone?' asked Happy Jack in a queer-sounding voice. Then they heard someone laughing, fit to kill himself. It was Peter Rabbit. "'Did you take our hickory nuts?' they both shouted angrily. "'No!' replied Peter. No, I didn't take them, though they were not yours anyways. And then he went off into another fit of laughter, for Peter had seen Striped Chipmunk very hard at work, taking away those very nuts, while his two big cousins had been quarreling in the treetop. Chapter 5. Happy Jack Suspects Striped Chipmunk Theft is one test of true loyalty to your country Happy Jack didn't look happy a bit Indeed Happy Jack looked very unhappy You see he looked just as he felt He had set his heart on having all the big fat nuts that he had found in the top of that tall hickory tree and Now instead of having all of them he hadn't any of them were still he knew right down in his heart that it was his own fault he had been too greedy but what had become of those nuts happy jack was studying about this as he sat with his back against a big chestnut tree he remembered how hard peter rabbit had laughed when happy jack and his cousin chatterer the red squirrel had been so surprised because they could not find the nuts they had knocked down peter hadn't taken them "'for Peter has no use for them. "'But he must know what had become of them, "'for he was still laughing "'as he had gone off down the lone little path. "'While he was thinking of all this, "'Happy Jack's bright eyes had been wide open, "'as they usually are, "'so that no danger should come near. "'Suddenly they saw something moving "'among the brown and yellow leaves on the ground. "'Happy Jack looked sharply, "'and then a sudden thought popped into his head. "'Hi there, Cousin Chipmunk,' he shouted. "'Hi there, your own self,' replied Striped Chipmunk, for it was he. "'What are you doing down there?' asked Happy Jack. "'Looking for hickory nuts,' replied Striped Chipmunk, and his eyes twinkled as he said it, for there wasn't a hickory tree near. Happy Jack looked hard at Striped Chipmunk, for that sudden thought which had popped into his head when he first saw Striped Chipmunk was growing into a strong, a very strong suspicion that Striped Chipmunk knew something about those lost hickory nuts. But Striped Chipmunk looked back at him so innocently that Happy Jack didn't know just what to think. "'Have you begun to fill your storehouse for winter yet?' inquired Happy Jack. "'Of course I have. I don't mean to let Jack Frost catch me with an empty storehouse,' replied Striped Chipmunk." When leaves turn yellow, brown, and red, and nuts come pitter-patter down, when days are short and swiftly sped, and Autumn wears her colored gown, I'm up before old Mr. Sun his nightcap has a chance to doff, and have my day's work well begun while others kick their bedclothes off. What are you filling your storehouse with? asked Happy Jack, trying not to show too much interest corn nice ripe yellow corn and seeds and acorns and chestnuts answered striped chipmunk and now i'm looking for some big fat hickory nuts he added and his bright eyes twinkled have you seen any happy jack happy jack said that he hadn't seen any and striped chipmunk remarked that he couldn't waste any more time talking and scurried away happy jack watched him go a puzzled little frown puckering up his brows i believe he knows something about those nuts i think i'll follow him and have a peep into his storehouse he muttered chapter six happy jack spies on striped chipmunk it's more important to mind your own affairs than to know what your neighbors are doing but not nearly so interesting Striped Chipmunk was whisking about among the brown and yellow leaves that covered the ground on the edge of the green forest. He is such a little fellow that he looked almost like a brown leaf himself. And when one of old Mother Westwind's merry little breezes whirled the brown leaves in a mad little dance around him, it was the hardest work in the world to see Striped Chipmunk at all. Anyway, Happy Jack Squirrel found it so. You see... "'Happy Jack was spying on Striped Chipmunk. "'Yes, sir, Happy Jack was spying. "'Spying, you know, is secretly watching other people "'and trying to find out what they are doing. "'It isn't a nice thing to do, not a bit nice. "'Happy Jack knew it, and all the time he was doing it, "'he was feeling very much ashamed of himself.' but he said to himself that he just had to know where striped chipmunk's storehouse was because he just had to peep inside and find out if it held any of the big fat hickory nuts that had disappeared from under the tall hickory tree while he was quarrelling up in the top of it with his cousin chatterer the red squirrel but spying on striped chipmunk isn't the easiest thing in the world Happy Jack was finding it the hardest work he had ever undertaken. Striped chipmunk is so spry and whisks about so that you need eyes all around your head to keep track of him. Happy Jack found that his two eyes, bright and quick as they are, couldn't keep that little elf of a cousin of his always in sight. Every few minutes he would disappear and then bob up again in the most unexpected place and most provoking way now i'm here and now i'm there now i am not anywhere watch me now for here i go out of sight i told you so with the last words striped chipmunk was nowhere to be seen it seemed as if the earth must have opened and swallowed him but it hadn't for two minutes later happy jack saw him flirting his funny little tail in the sauciest way as he scampered along an old log Happy Jack began to suspect that Striped Chipmunk was just having fun with him. What else could he mean by saying such things? And yet, Happy Jack was sure that Striped Chipmunk hadn't seen him, for all the time he was watching, Happy Jack had taken the greatest care to keep hidden himself. No, it couldn't be. It just couldn't be that Striped Chipmunk knew that he was anywhere about. He would just be patient a little longer and he would surely see that smart little cousin of his go to his storehouse. So Happy Jack waited and watched. End of Section 2